Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you to the folks at Racetech. Pulp 23 is the code to save. Call them, tell them, email, send smoke signals, whatever you got to do. Tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a discount on some suspension work, get your oil changed, get some motor work done. The Team Solitaire guys run the motors. A lot of privateers running the suspension out there. Racetech.com, great website, too. Really super informative. Appreciate you guys uh, doing that and, uh, yeah, using them over the years. They've been great, and uh, they're almost like a institution in motocross companies. So thanks to those guys. As well, thank you to the folks at All Balls Racing, whether it's the Vertex Pistons, whether it's uh, Hot Rods, Hot Cams, Pivot Works. They've got stuff to rebuild your modern bike or your vintage bike. I've used their stuff for all of my vintage bikes. Works great. Really good prices, good product as well. Check out allballsracing.com for all of your needs. Go to your local dealer, of course, and ask for that. And a great product line, great um, um, service for those guys as well. So, yeah, please check it out. Thanks to allballsracing.com, Racetech. All right, let's get on with the show, shall we? A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. This is Houston Supercross Review, 250 East Series kicking off. 450's had some great racing as well. Thanks for listening. JT and Weege will join me to discuss this uh, and more. And, uh, and we'll get right into it shortly. But thank you to the folks at Renthal, whether it's Monster Energy Kawasaki, whether it's Red Bull, KTM, whether it's Factory Honda. Those teams rely on Renthal. they got more titles than all the other brands combined, uh, whether it's 7-8s bar, Twin Wall bar, Fat Bar, Fat Bar 36. I think AC went back, by the way, on his bars. We need to check that out. Uh, sprockets, chains, grips, bars, Renthal.com, really informative website. They have a bar bend chart that you can match up to a favorite Renthal bend. They have a dealer locator on there as well. They got mountain bike stuff, of course, as well. Uh, Renthal.com, thank you to those guys. And Maxis Tires, A-Ray, entertaining us all on Maxis Tires this past weekend in Houston. MXSTs, developed by Jeremy McGrath. Mountain bike tires are next level. I think anybody who rides mountain bikes realizes how good the Maxis mountain bike tires are on the World Cup downhill stage and cross-country stage and all that stuff. So check them out. Light truck tires, trailer tires. Whether it comes to tires in general, look at Maxis, man. Support a number of people on the pod, in the podcast world, Swap Moto Live, this stuff, Pulp Show, uh, or Moto 60 Show, and all that stuff. So thank you to the folks at Maxis for making it happen. Cobo Links and Motorsport.com we'll tell you more about later. But uh, for now, let's uh, listen to JT, Weege, and myself discuss uh, Houston and a few other things. Thanks for listening. All right, now, as promised, to talk about the uh, Houston Supercross first round of the East Coast kicking off there. And uh, my boss at Racer X Online, the voice 
of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships for years, the voice of Pro Motocross this year, the voice of SMX as well. He's also got a weekly show with some guy named Daniel Blair. And he's got a new job coming, people. If you're paying, he's saying. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Really good times. Been sitting here on the sidelines just admiring uh, the work JT has done for the Super Motocross World Championship. 31 races coming to a city near you. And I will be glad to be coming off the sidelines and right onto the gridiron starting next weekend with a pre-race show exclusively on Peacock starring myself and one James Bubba Stewart next week, half hour before the race from Tampa. Super Motocross World Championship, everybody. Almost everyone in this podcast is part of the production. Phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. and can, we, can we break the other news or no? What? The other news for Oakland? You're, you're broke up there. Yes. So uh, uh, Lurch, uh, who is the uh, longtime and highly respected uh, on-the-floor hype man announcer for Supercross, has got a couple of conflicting dates, including Oakland, which wasn't even supposed to take place on the date because they rescheduled the race. So I'm going to be the man on the floor. I'm going to be screaming, let's get, 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 get it on, and everything else. Uh, a couple of races starting in Oakland. Wow. So Kellen, this weekend, Kellen and I were having a real good chuckle at all the things that Lurch had to say and do, including sitting with, you know, a six-year-old talking about Justin Brayton's toy and how you're just going to have to seamlessly fit into all that. Steve, is an old philosophy. I believe you already said on this show. It's called pain and saying it will not be a problem. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I just want I me. Mean, look, I look, okay. if you have any doubts, see exhibit a JT showing off the Oakley triple crown edition goggles and exhibit B JT showing off the best uh, endorsed by JT personally. Unbelievable. Fantasy RM ATV. Fantasy. Unbelievable. You think, you know, people and then mm-hmm. they, then they do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, a trying couple of weeks, guys. Um, <laughs> a lot of uh, introspection, a lot of deep thoughts. When you um, when you have a the, man has to feed his family, JT. It's what you got to do. Sometimes people steal bread. When, Listen, you, I, I, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. Um, so I just have to do what I have to do. Like everybody right. knows, I'm not affiliated with those companies. In some aspects, I'm a competitor of those companies. So yeah, you can imagine it's not fun or easy but i have a job to do and they pay a lot of money for that broadcast to promote them and that's what i gotta do so when you have the briefcase of money does the feelings get better or is it more shame you know what it's not even about the money it's about i i really like doing this stuff and i'm very thankful for the opportunity that i have and that supersedes all the other stuff well listen weege um it's been a while for you and live announcing, okay? It's you now. You've done it. You did GNC. He does SMX Insider like every week. They, no, no, no. Live. They told it every year, though. That's the thing. Like, they they actually said they're like, we know that's not normally what you do. You're a play-by-play guy. I'm like, ah, oh, well, we got Daytona every year, and I do scream for Justin Brayton every year, so I feel like I can do it. Well, I just you know you have a lot of help. You're getting carried that whole show. Uh, really, really, yeah. Rob uh, Kevin Kelly. Yep, yep. They're carrying. Yeah. Okay. And so well, I'm just offering on the pod publicly, like I just want people to know what kind of the heart of gold that I have and that much like you gave me some advice with Jim Hawley when I was doing some webcasts. Oh, okay. And it was, it was uh, invaluable uh, advice. Uh, listen, I announce at almost every national 
uh, on the circuit oh, every year. Oh, okay. Not all day, but, you know, mm-hmm. I drop in. Mm-hmm. So if you need some some oh. tips, if you want some tips, if you're, if you're struggling down there on the floor trying to talk to this six-year-old about Brayton's toy, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, feel free to shoot me a text. So I didn't you question. did. Yo, go ahead, JT. Sorry, it, it relates to this. Um, are you filling in for Lurch? That is the uh, the understanding that I have. Is that true? That's what I was told, yeah. Yep. Okay, are you going to be, like, screaming and yelling like he does? Well, they said – there's a very brief conversation. They said, we don't expect you, you know, to be a hype man like the way Lurch is, but I'm going to do my best. Like, I, I, I've I, never announced on the floor of a Feld Supercross. I've done it at Daytona. Like, I want the full – I want the full works. Like, I want the pizza with the pepperoni on it. Like, I want all the toppings. So, I'm not half doing this. Wow. I'm going. It, it's, it's unbelievable where you two have come. And uh, you're both welcome. I've showcased you on all of my platforms. Heart of gold again. And now. Listen, hey, now don't, you're doing- don't, act like, don't act like you're, you know, Robin Hood over there and you're with your high ceilings. Like you're, you, you are benefiting from all of this as well. I am so glad that Supercross and Motocross have taken you two off of, oh, you know, happening? this program and the Pulp Show and everything, and and and, and, and done this for you guys. You know, I'm, listen, I'm, we have all benefited together. So just very just get off your high happy. horse. I, I'm not. I'm not. It's no high horse. I'm just. No, 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 no. But you have this. You have this thing where you're like. Look at all the things I've done for all my friends, which I appreciate, yeah. and we all. But you, you are not the person that's supposed to say that. The other people around you are supposed well, to say thank you for doing these nice things for me, and we all do. We all appreciate it, but well, you're not the person that's supposed to say that. Like you, well, it's like a double negative when no, you say it. Nobody says it, so I have to say it over and over. I, I don't. It's not true, and I don't believe it, so that's why I don't. See, say it. see, <laughs> see, right there, I, right I there. The true journalism, and this is not factually accurate. This is fake this, news. This is, I'm sorry, sir. This is very real. But I did, I did 2005 to 2010. I was working for Supercross. I just took a good 12 year hiatus. I'm back. You're Who's doing a you're, you're doing a webcast. Hey, I, a big part of the lurch filling is also part of Race Day Live, which the forerunner for that show, the predecessor to that show, was Supercross Live, which I hosted. So I just took 12 years off. It was a hiatus. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, 12 years off. So you and Stu, pre-race show next week, then Race Day Live live show in Oakland. A live, live yes, event show. Yes, I will show. be screaming yep. when the gate drops. I cannot wait for right. Oakland. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, yep. and then the good thing is, I just realized this. They actually asked if I could host pre-race show in Nashville and fill in for Lurch at Nashville. So I might have to do two shows during opening ceremonies. Like I might have to be doing two different announcing things at the exact same time. Well, it, it is. That's, that's how in demand I am. This, uh, this is mm-hmm. the tables have turned. Oh, they have. All the tables have turned. It, it's it's they have. It's amazing what 2023 has brought. Hey, um, so we we yeah. you missed this weekend. Uh, so I. I my time on Saturday is spread pretty thin these days, which is great. I'm not complaining. Yep. But I went up to the press box for, I don't know, 10 minutes. I needed to see Adam Wheeler for a minute and just wanted to say hi to everybody. So as I'm up there, I you know, Steve is just holding court as usual, right? Like he is he is presiding over. <laughs> he is the, the lord of the press box. He is. is. He absolutely he is. is. Sean he Brennan is. Is, is waiting on him hand and foot. <laughs> Everyone else is just listening to his rants and mm-hmm. taking notes. Like, oh, okay, there you know, we need to. What is Steve saying today? And he is going off about um, the fact. What, what, 
was I going to say? Crap, I lost my point. Um, I'll, I'll cover while you while you think about it. I was going to say, be careful what you say because I think he is probably the 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 linchpin of the press box, and I think that he'll start oh, asking no, I got for it. an award. And they got it. The Steve Mathis Memorial press boxes will become the name of the the building. Right. So so he is he is uh, complaining that he is not uh, catered to enough. And oh. That, oh oh, it started with the Anton Award. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. He was very upset that Anton mm-hmm. won an award, and he mm-hmm. wanted to know where his award was. That, that is where... not true. That is not true. Well, well, I am not was. upset that Anton won it, but I was wondering, what is that criteria? Who are the judges? What do I got to do to get in the right. run? We all, know, yeah. we all know where this is going. Yeah, but, don't, do but, get one of but just don't make it that I'm upset at Anton. Anton's awesome. No, of yeah, course. Yeah. Nobody's, right. upset. Nobody's ever been upset at Anton in their, in their no, own No, pe- people have, but <laughs> none of us. <laughs> right. Antifa. I mean, we call it Antifa. Antifa. But I I fire back with, listen, I think you're in their good graces. Like you were on the nationally televised pre-show that is on Sunday afternoon on national television. Like you have a spot on this show. Like I I feel like you're getting somewhere. And he's like, no, everybody's on that. That's it's Nobody cares about that. Everybody gets on it. I'm like, I I mean, I I wasn't on it. I don't think several of these people – I'm next to, we're on it. So, yeah, that this is where we started off Saturday morning. You know that guy that follows Lewis around with the camera? He'll probably be on it next year. I don't know his name. He'll probably be on it. Lewis's buddy. That guy, right. that guy will get on it. So I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily, I've never been on it. Well, so, okay. just how about that? The, you will be. Well, Sean, Sean Brennan wants me to go in early this weekend, and I'm working on it, and I just had a few demands of Sean. Yeah, I, I, I had to leave before I heard these demands, but I was very intrigued. Yeah, so it because uh, I had changed my flight. It's a it's, he he gave us late notice for sure. But then I'm thinking <laughs> he wants yeah. to come in for uh, Thursday night at the yeah. building. Yeah, I yeah. can do it. Yeah, I can't uh, get there. Some, I, yeah. I tried. My so, flight is impossible. So I I had demands of Sean if I'm going to do this, and uh, yeah, he met two of the three. Mm. So yeah, wasn't bad. Do I benefit from this at all? Do you benefit? Is it like pizza? Is it pizza in the press box, for example? It is, yes. One of them. Okay, I, so I, will I demanded two races of pizza orders, and they have to be at the two races that I'm at. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he said, no problem. I can do that again. Because remember, he did it last for us last year, once, I think, in yeah, Dallas. Yeah. Good. So, yep. yeah, yeah. So, interesting uh, time. I feel, got, like pizza's, uh, I feel like pizza's doable. I mean, we're talking about like 25 bucks here. No, I, no, listen, I if it's so doable, he's only done it for us like once in his life. So, I mean, you know. I'm saying as, a, as like a special request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he agreed to it real quickly. I should have probably went something a little higher. Um, you know, like Papacitos or something. Ruth Chris. Catered Ruth Chris. Papacitos. Uh, Papacitos, yeah, we had a great talk about that. That was good times. Right. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see. I'm going to try to work on it, but I, mean, I could be there Thursday and then I have to go to press day. Now. Uh, Our man, uh, Andrew Fredrickson. You never see him at the races. Do you ever see a Fred at the races, Steve? I couldn't tell you the last race today, Fred. If I, if I hadn't met him, I wouldn't think he existed. Yeah, yeah. They got Brennan personally requested, and we got him out. I mean, I wouldn't think it's hard to get someone to go from Morgantown, West Virginia, to Tampa in February. Um, <laughs> but it took some wrangling. I think what actually happened was somebody bet uh, Sam Nicolini bet him money that he wouldn't do it, and then that worked. Next, you're so, going to tell me this Mitch Kendra person is real. <laughs> He's going to be there too. We're oh all wow! Going to the Phil Billy oh, Thursday wow. night. Yeah, Super Motocross World Champion. Yeah, I wanted uh, I wanted uh, super parking passes all year long because I'm I've been having trouble getting into the the parking for the rental car at two of the races, or I've had to pay, yeah, uh, an extortion amount. And uh, yes. and and then the other thing was I wanted to know what kind of food 
we're having on Thursday that's catered, and that's the one. Oh, he they could. take they take usually pretty good care. He of, couldn't uh, come through with that. that he couldn't come through with what it they was. They won't let you down. Yeah, they're, it is not going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna you know put on a uh, a bad face here when the entire media collective is there. I can well, pro- pretty I, much promise you that. I will be judging. Well, we know. Oh, we know. Um. So uh uh also uh. Weed, you didn't go. Uh, Justin Brayton filled in on the Fly Racing Pit Show. Fantastic yeah. to have JB there. Just great. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. He he is really good. Like he, yeah, he he's awesome. Um, yeah, smart guy. We all love JB. And then we got a uh, Mr. Ryan Gauld on stage as well. Uh, his son was doing the KGSC, so he stepped up and told us that his son said, "Don't worry about my practice times. I'm a racer." And right. uh, and he was 13th in both sessions, and then got eighth in the main. So it's true. Yeah, true. Right. Um, uh, what was uh, Galdi's condition? He was fine. Sober. Yeah, sober. Really? Somebody threw him an empty bottle of Fireball up on the stage, and we're like, no, 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 <laughs> put that away, put that away. <laughs> but it was empty, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, he was fine. And then I said, hey, we have bets that you're going to be the first KGSC dad ejected uh, due to uh, you know. Um, intoxication, and he was like, "No, no, no, I'm good. Maybe after, but I'm good." So, yeah, good times. Uh, also, I want to uh, talk about uh, Andrew Short. Uh, man, uh, he was there. Had a bad crash today on Instagram. Uh, he posted it. Uh, yeah, thoughts are with him. Uh, there ain't anybody better uh, out there than Andrew Short. He was in the press box, and uh, Jackie was there, and his kids were there. Uh, Hudson and uh, anybody know the daughter's name? Emma. Emma. Emma was there too. And, uh, yeah, so they were in the press box, and then, I don't know, we started talking about Tim Ferry and Andrew Short, of course, and then I said to Hudson, your dad, you know, was an amazing motocross racer, because pr- Hudson was five when Shorty hung it up, right? So he just kind of watches YouTube or whatever. And Hudson goes, yeah, but he wasn't as good as James. <laughs> I'm like, that's where we're at? Oh, that's, that's where we're at? That's, that's it. That's, that's the... That- <laughs> Shorty, wow. Shorty's faster than ninety nine percent of the people that wow. have ever raced a motocross bike. That's also true. Yep. yep. And and the kid is like he's not as fast as James. God. Uh, yeah. But you can say that about anybody. <laughs> if any kid goes to school and says their dad played in the NFL, you're done. It's over. All discussion is over. You're the man. Yeah. Your dad played. No, in you the just NFL. say you're no, not as good as Brady. They would never. Wasn't as good a quarterback as Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he played just, offensive tackle. And, oh, sure, and Shorty being Shorty, he's like, yeah, you're right. I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shorty so, would not argue. Yeah, 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 no. yeah, yeah. It, it was it was pretty 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 funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, thoughts are with Andy Short um, as he recovers yeah, so from the crash. Shorty was at the race last night and then yeah. rode today. I guess. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, bad. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he he is one of the best. So. Uh, all yep. right, let's uh, let's get into it. So, uh, no triple crown this weekend. Houston first round on the East Coast as well. We were supposed to do an East preview, I think, on one of our last week's pod, but I guess you guys were too busy arguing about the time. But uh, we had said we oh, were yeah, going to do that. You brought it up a lot, right? You brought it up a lot. No, we we had said we were going to do that. Yeah, but we didn't. Um, okay, so wow, uh, all aboard the Sexton ship after that heat race, JT. I'll start with you. Uh, Sexton was fastest all day. Uh, the heat race, he blew by Tomac and dropped him. And, you know, obviously we had a restart uh, for Dylan Ferrandez, who seems like he's going to be okay, probably out for a few weeks. Um, Sexton didn't get the start he needed, but he was ripping up towards Tomac. Then the flag then the flag came out, restart, 
And yeah, like whether whether it was the sand or the combo uh, after the bridge, Tomac just kept him two seconds back. And I, this is such a great Eli Tomac win, JT, to do this after what happened all day yeah. long. Uh, led every lap. Like props to Eli Tomac on this. Yes, and uh, to your point. I spoke with uh, Chase Exon after, you know, on and off camera, and he was really frustrated with himself about the sand. Um, the sand is really what cost him that race. And so we talked about it a little bit on air and then a lot off air. And uh, I was like, cool, man. He was he was really transparent about that. Um, he told me exactly kind of what he was thinking. And then to go a huge step further, you know, we, we filmed this, uh, this show after the race, uh, and it's, it's awesome. It's a, kind of a recap show. We did it for pro motocross last year. We're doing it for supercross again. It comes out during the week. Um, and so I'm, I'm getting ready to do my hit on this. They're about to come to me and Chase Sexton walks over to where I'm sitting. Cause I wanted to do it on the sand. I have lines. I'm talking, I'm going to, you know, the camera's going to follow me through the sand. Is this Weegis show or is this a different show? No, no, this is this is a different show. Oh my uh, God! There's is... another show with you two. You, with, you're doing. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, that. well, I mean, we did it for motocross as well. Okay, same same thing. Um, but Sexton comes over, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, I have to do this thing. Will you talk with me through it?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's fine." Yeah. Um, he's like, "It's probably good for me to talk through it myself because this is where I lost the race, and I need to figure out what went wrong." So it's crazy. Like we're talking about the wine why he kept going inside, what he was scared of to change lines to outside. If you could do it again, where would you, what would you do? When would you have done it? What line would you, like, it, it's crazy. Like you don't get insight like that. Um, I was blown away at how it shaped up. Like it was totally luck and him being so willing to one admit like, cause I, I'm sure he was pissed. I know he was pissed. I was right there when he came off. But he was like, yeah, whatever, it's done now. I need to learn from this, right? If I want to be the guy that I'm hoping to become, I need to figure out what happened, what went on. And I was giving him my insight because I was watching Tomac. And I'm like, you know, Tomac was going outside. He kept screwing it up, kept screwing it up. So when you were going inside, it was fine. Like, you weren't losing a lot of time. Then about halfway, Tomac started doubling, doubling through these rollers, like at a really, like, aggressive lean angle. And then he just started gapping you. And I'm like, you see the line. And he's like, yeah, yeah I, I couldn't really, I was focusing what I was doing. I couldn't see what he was doing, but all of a sudden he just started killing me there. Um, so I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it was so far beyond what you would normally get out of insight on something like this. So yeah, check it out if you want to. But I, for me, it was more like, this is awesome. Like for him to be this cool, calm, collected and insightful right after the race, like he's standing in there in his gear and we're just walking through this thing with cameras. It was uh, it was really something. Early on, Sexton had the edge in the sand because he was doubling out kind of, right? And then I guess that probably just went away. You know how ch yeah. sand changes. And then from there, yeah, he was kind of screwed. Um, couldn't get out of it. D Barsha was making it work. Barsha was really good in there. So, yeah, um, that line yep. that line that you're talking about Barsha was doing, he even says on the show, he's like, this is the line that I should have switched to. Like He's like, That's yeah. what, that line Tomac was doing, like he's doubling – outside on the edge of the track like i'm out on that that's yeah. too much risk for me i don't want to do that but this line where the outside cuts across, cuts across. the inside yeah that's what i should have been doing yeah um it was uh I thought it was cool, jt you picked up on that um during the race because it was odd uh carmichael was 
chastising Sexton because he was losing so much time going to the inside. But earlier in the main, Sexton went to the outside a couple times, almost crashed, and yes. Plessinger almost passed him back. But he was both slower and crashing. Yeah, he, and that's, what, and that's what he said. He's like, yeah, yeah. He, that's what he said. He's like, I tried to go out there, and I almost crashed. And I'm like, I have to go inside. Slower is better than on the ground. Uh, yeah, but what's good is you picked up on that during the race before you heard from Sexton. You're like, I just don't think that lean angle is too aggressive, and he doesn't want to take that chance. And to further extrapolate on that, look, what has been the problem with Sexton the last few years? Like, that would be the type of race where he would crash, right? Yep. He was yep. he, to win. He almost and did, he too. And he almost did. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. So I, he was okay. He didn't crash. Yeah, yeah. And, and I told him off air on the podium, like right after the race, I'm like, a year ago, I think you crashed in the sand there. I really do. And he's like, no, yeah. 100%. He's like, I was talking to myself in the middle of the race going, don't crash here. Second is okay. Well, and, you know, it's, it's his maturity is kind of shining through. I, uh, the sand, everyone hated the sand. Uh, I don't know if you guys, Weege, if you were following Racerex Twitter uh, that I was running, I was just tweeting guys who fell in the sand. And it's just a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. a stream of, oh, that guy's down, 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 down. I mean, there were 74 crashes in the sand. Um, and nobody yeah, liked especially it. Especially the 2 class. Yeah, yeah. Just, just no one liked it. It, I mean, it was tough. It was deep. The guys have the guys have hard packed tires on. They got supercross suspension, right? And they are hitting this deep sand thing. Uh, I just it was the it was it was the turning like angle yeah. too, man. It was really challenging. I just think the best sand section we've ever had is Tampa a few years back. Do that again, and I love oh, sand. The straight line. Yeah. yeah, big yeah, rollers, big straight. Yep. Uh, do that. But oh, everyone hated it, man. Everyone hated it for sure. It um, and also I think that that rhythm after the bridge, I tried to time it. I kind of was fat thumbs. I wasn't getting it quite right, but it looked a little quicker. Lars thought so too. Tomac was going over the table, over, yeah, yeah. And, and and it was a little quicker there too. So those two sections. But I mean, Weege, uh Sexton was good. <laughs> Sexton was yeah. good all day. Yeah, and I got some insight of this because I'm even when I don't go to the races, I get to participate in the press conference on Zoom. So I asked both the guys about this. What was funny is, yeah, so you're thinking that Tomac's line after the bridge was actually one of his assets, correct? I was, yeah. You're, yep. you're thinking. He actually admitted this. I can't believe he did, but Tomac's just so open these days. Uh, you know, he's asked, like, did that crash last week affect you? And he's like, no, I wasn't hurt. I couldn't believe on Tuesday I rode and I felt 100% fine, like mm -hmm. nothing. But he's like, but I went out on press day and there was a three on just like the one I crashed on last week. And he's like, honestly, I had PTSD. And the first ah. time I hit it, I started veering right, and I was scared. Ah, jeez. Uh, oh, yeah, he admitted oh, it. He's oh. like, so I had to push through that. He's like, I'm pressed it. He's like, it was a 90-degree into a three-on table, and I was scared. And uh, I couldn't believe he said that. And then the other thing on Sexton was, uh, in the whoops, was just ridiculous Sexton in the heat, right? Like, you do not see yeah. people blow by. Look, Eli Tomac either has great races where he wins, races where he's weirdo Eli or races where he crashes. How often is Eli riding good and someone just, he, he can't hang. Wow. Like yeah. He, Not only passes yeah. him, but drops him. <laughs> no. And uh, Eli said, he's like going into the main. I was like, I need to, get, I, I've never heard Eli say these words. He's like going in the main. I said, all I can do is get a start and be a pest for as long as I can, because I can't hang. It's what Eli yeah. said. So I asked Sexton, I'm like, but the, in the whoops, especially latter half of the main Sexton did not have, I was waiting. Like he got close and I'm like, here it comes. And it never materialized. And he's like, the whoops were nothing like the heat race. They weren't anything like, and he's like, I, I think what we're chalking all this up to is experience, right? Like that sand section was changing throughout the main. Eli was better at figuring it out as it changed. 
and the whoops that were so good for Sexton in the heat. They weren't the same in the latter half of the main. First couple laps, he was, I mean, I just, I'm watching it right now. He almost runs into the back of Anderson. He's so fast in the whoops on the second lap. But the whoops changed. And um, that's a real art form that these more experienced guys, Webb and Tomac, have, right? Where they, that last 10 minutes, the track is not the same. And then we sit there baffled as to why someone could be so fast in qualifying and not bring it in the main, but it's not the same track. I uh, I talked to somebody close to Yamaha. I said, "What what'd you change after the heat?" Like, I, you know, just thinking, like, what, "What'd you change?" And they're like, "Yeah, nothing really." Eli was fine. Eli was like, I, "The bike's fine. I gotta, I gotta make it work. The bike's fine." So yeah, he didn't it didn't you know. it feel like to you like and, and we've seen this happen so many times. It's when somebody's behind, you know, a guy's behind another rider and they're faster. If if they can withstand several attempts to pass that person just gets stuck back there yeah. and all that like forward momentum just gets negated and like mentally the game kind of changes and I, I kept saying that like i was i was talking we're talking like off air and our radio hits on like if if tomac can withstand these surges a few more times he's he's gonna finish him off like sexton's mental approach is going to change and he's going to go into i'm not, I'm not going to go to get him here you know, and I, I don't know what that the psychology is there, but I've seen it so many times where Tomac gains confidence because he's like, he's not going to get me. Like, I, I can hold them all. And Sexton's like, I don't know, like, whatever's changed from the heat race in the first few laps, the track's changed. My pace has changed. I'm not going to be able to get him. And, and you could kind of see that play out. He was still had a better lap time than ET, uh, Sexton did. But yeah, uh, and in cases like that, JT, you could wear somebody down with fitness, but you're not wearing Eli Tomac down. <laughs> You know, like yeah, well, think, sometimes I fitness each, comes into it, but yeah, not. In yeah, I think each lap that it went on, mentally, Eli got stronger because his confidence came back. You know, I, I think he took a huge confidence hit in the heat race, and then every lap that the main event went on, and he wasn't passing him and he wasn't closing. Then Tomac is like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can hold them off. We just like that. Hey, it's, JT, oh. listen to this exact. Sorry to cut you off there, Steve, but on that exact topic. Um, uh, Phil Nicoletti, you familiar with him? He races 250 West. He wasn't heard of him, yes. Yeah. He okay. the, was he got the lights on? Yeah, he was the guy that light, and they turned them off oh. when he got passed. Yeah. yeah. Um, he raced a column for Racer X every Friday, and he actually dropped a uh, text that he got from Cooper Webb with Webb's advice on how to start doing better. And listen to this text. It's exactly what you said, Steve. Or sorry, JT. And it is exactly the philosophy. He says, Phil, this weekend, do a good eight laps in the red zone. And if someone's on you, keep it tight. Then you only have to hold them off two to three laps. And after that, they'll be pissed and frustrated, and their night will be ruined. That's, That's true. Exactly That's what true. you said. Yep. They can catch you, but if you can frustrate them for two or three laps, they will you start getting pissed. Yep. Yep. You have to withstand withstand that initial run, right? And if you can do that, everything yep. seems to change. And I even feel like I've seen races where uh, the guy falls over sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. At, oh, yeah. look at Tomac behind Webb at A2. Like, I, I firmly yep. believe he was frustrated behind Webb there. Yep. Yep. And, and Webb just revealed it. He, maybe Phil wasn't supposed to drop that text and article, but Webb just literally said, this is my strategy. I will frustrate yeah. you for three I, and, and I don't, I don't think for those guys at that level, I don't think that's rocket science. Like, I think they all kind of know they that. They all do that. Yeah. 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 But do be, but being able to do anything about it, it's, yeah. it's a totally different deal. Um, yeah. It, it, by the way, after the race, talking to Webb, he, he still got a few shots in at Phil. So that's great. It's fantastic. Phil's not even there. Still ragging on him. It's great. Um, 
All right, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good job by both those guys. Uh, again, Sexton, three-tenths quicker, best time, uh, but Tomac with, leads every lap. And, I mean, all day long, I just thought it was – I thought the Sexton ship was, was ready to sail, set sail, but no. It's, it's coming, dude. I'm telling you, his, his level of, like, mental growth and progression mm. is – Really Almost. impressive. I, I was, I was, oh. the writing is speaks for itself. Like everybody can see that, but him mentally absorbing all of this, I, I really was impressed. I left there with like, man, he's, uh, this is, this is going to be a thing. Like he's, everybody knows he's going to be great, but I'm like, yeah. I'm more sold now than ever. Can't, <laughs> I can't believe, cool. I can't believe he's going to KTM. Wow. I just, I, I, cool. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still a little bit baffled. You're by putting this out there. I, th- I have. I've already done that. Yeah, I've okay. already put it out there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, almost, almost like McGrath in '93. Once oh, he gets geez. rolling, yeah. Once he gets rolling, there we go. Wait, wait. What round was Anaheim in '93? That was the third Stop. round. Stop. Already tried this. Was it the third round? round? I think. I think it was the fifth round. I think it was, the th- was it the fifth round? It was the third round. Third round. Set it up to the oh. third round last year. Yeah. Well. Okay. So sometimes I'm off a little bit, but you know. <laughs> sometimes. Um, Anderson third, uh, yeah, just kind of, and uh, he he got he got AP, which is good, and uh, rode a steady race. Didn't have anything for those guys, but I think we. What was he like in the press conference? I didn't get a chance to watch it. Was he just like, hey, I tried? Yeah, he does say that he feels like he's progressed from the first uh, two races. He's gone away from. Yeah. I, I think reading between the lines, he's gone away from that BFR shock this week. He went back to last year's shock, um, and I believe Nichols went away from it too. So Sexton is back to being the only guy running it. Um, so he feels like he's better than he was at the first two, three races, uh, even though he didn't, the result was actually better last week, mm-hmm. but let's not forget. Um, it wasn't just Sexton. I don't know what the heck changed with that red flag restart because Sexton Anderson and AP were all over Eli. It was like, he was about to get freight trained. I had never seen it like that. Like, yeah, they were all over him. And he not only after the restart, um, Sexton was quicker and chased him down a bit. But um, I feel like the first couple laps, Anderson was just as good, and AP was just as good. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. We, yeah. we went two and a half laps, I think. Um, yeah, and I mean, the, dude, uh, AP was showing him a wheel everywhere, and Anderson was right behind. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be good. And I'm like, oh, stagger restart. This is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. And if you had told me at that moment that, yep, no one's going to end up passing Eli at all after all three guys looked like they were taking shots. I wouldn't have expected it. You know, um, he really figured it out. Whoops were tough, and I was watching Webb struggle, jump, struggle, blitz, jump, change line, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, this is a whole thing still. I, I still want to watch this bike and, and the KTMs and the whoops. Um, and I made mention of it last week in my column that I didn't think he was that good in them. Um, but we'll see. And then this week, I think he struggled a bit there as well. But then AP looked great in them, right? Like, I, I mean, he wasn't on Sexton level, but AP looked fine. Um, so, I'm, jury's still out a little bit, I think. At one that. point, they showed the split times of the whoops, and Plessinger was the fastest. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I don't know. I don't know what stage that but was. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he looked but we, well, I think I think we all have to expect that it's never going to be, like, Webb's strength when they're blitzing and they're long. Like, it, it's not going to be somewhere he excels. You know, it's, can he be good enough to not be a huge liability that that's what i'm always looking at well i, I, I don't ever i don't ever think if everybody's blitzing that it's gonna be like yeah he's he's as good as everybody else i don't i don't expect that well you said excels and there's a difference between excelling and just being as good as everyone else i don't think he was just as good as everyone 
the, no, elite, the elite guys. I don't the elite guys. But I don't. I don't. I don't ever really expect that. If they're blitzing, everybody's blitzing. I think it's always going to be a liability. It's just what level. Like last year, it was a huge liability. Yeah. And in his title year, sometimes he was good enough, like barely a little bit slower. So it, to me, it's, it's like what what level of gray are we talking about? And and to me, that's where the you know success and yeah. I don't want to say failure. That's too strong of a word, but you know not winning you know that's where that's where it happens for me yeah i just i don't think he was yeah i don't think he was even average for the elite guys on the nope, night and, i agree and I, I agree and i think that he he looked to be trying right left and then finally jump you know so um he was pretty you know for, for he was never on the board all day he didn't look good at any point but then he gets the fifth like it, it's not great he wasn't super stoked after the race uh he also wasn't super stoked because he was getting ready to leave and i'm like coop like you want can you want to do an interview or not like if you don't want to no problem you know because these guys sometimes these guys don't want to do interviews and then i'm he's like yeah i'll do one and then we talk and then all the media guys must have saw it and then i went and walked around and i can't and he's still doing interviews he probably wasn't stoked on that whoops (laughs) yeah Yeah. dude 20 minutes later i look over and he's still and I mean, I'm whatever. It's all the media guys. I'm one of them. I'm not saying anything else. But I think if he had gotten out of there before me, he would have been safe. So uh, he was not happy, and, and so that's why I was wondering if he'd even do it. But he was honest about his corners and the whoops and you know everything else. So a fifth is okay. So well, I don't know. One interesting thing is uh, those turns, those bowl turns. It was especially the heat race. It was spectacular to watch. It was like the roller coaster, right? Like they were all at the top on that one rut. Um, almost completely upside down. Um, but to Webb's point, I think he told you and uh, Kellen from Racer X this, that, you know, we all know Webb's strength is cutting down in those corners, and there's just no cutting down. Like, it just wasn't – the corners didn't form that way. And truthfully – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And you take away – that is – okay, yeah. his liability is the whoops. His asset is cutting down in those 180s. Well, you couldn't. That just wasn't the way the track worked, so he was screwed. Uh, and then Barsha probably should have beat him. Barsha went down. Barsha was really good. Heat race was great. Oh, see, we didn't see that on TV. I just saw Webb ahead of him again yeah. after Barsha. Barsha just straight up caught past him, right? Yep, yep. And Barsha went yep. down, uh, I don't know, three laps to go or something um, in the whoops, just or just outside the whoops. Yep. Uh, and then uh, – Barsha was going fast. He was. His heat race was great. He was doubling yeah. out of that sound like I mentioned earlier. He was really aggressive, really good all day. And remember, you know, like he's – he maybe maybe he's the fastest guy of the season with no podiums. He's got a podium. Oh, he got a podium. Sorry, yeah, my bad. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 right. So, all right, never mind. Um, he's, he's AP been, is that guy. Yeah, yeah, AP's probably mm-hmm. that guy. Because uh, Barsha's been sneaky good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Justin Cooper, first ever 450 race. Uh, didn't qualify with as much pizzazz as I thought, but was still good. And then got past Kenny uh, late in the race for seventh. Moved forward the whole time. Uh, Cooper, Rox, and Savachi were all in this little battle. And Cooper pulled away from Joey and uh, and got Ken late in the race. Like, fitness was really good. Good for Justin Cooper. Good debut. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed. I, I feel like uh, we probably all – well, I'll blame a little bit of the team. Like, it is odd that he is starting at the fifth race of the year and this he's racing in selected events. Do we still know? Do we have any idea well, how I would, many events he's doing? I think he races now with Ferrandis out, right? Oh, that's right. Friends has a concussion, so I don't know how long. It's not like I mean, at first looked like Dude, season ender. He'll be. Um, I would think he's out for multiple weeks. 
Yeah, but I mean, at one point it looked like, um, is okay, he, sure. is this, how serious, you know, when you see yeah, a red flag yeah. and a guy with a neck brace on. And he didn't move. Um, he did not move for two minutes. Yeah, yeah, all that. So I'm like, uh, this is maybe end of Supercross or even more. Uh, so yeah, that's right. He's he's a fill in injured wise. Anyway, I somewhat blame the team. This is the most wet blanket debut you could ever have when you don't even debut at Anaheim one, and you got one foot in the class and one foot out. It's, but um, it's bizarre. Yeah. I so I blame them a little bit, but I blame the rest of us. I mean, in a normal world, Justin Cooper is as hyped as anyone else coming into the class. He's always been good. He's always been good. And in the Lawrence brothers hype and all that, I mean, Justin Cooper has battled those guys a hundred times. But it's like, we, he, I, I, I don't know what it is, but we kind of forget that Justin Cooper has been a perennial upfront guy in almost every race he's ever been in healthy as a pro in the 250 class. And getting into the, I don't know if because he's smaller, so we don't think he's going to kill it on a 450 or we don't, what. We I don't, don't know. We don't see but him. Was, he's small. We don't see what him. What happens when he gets in the 450 hype? There never has been. No, uh, but catching and passing Roxon late is not in my bingo cards. So good. I'm, I'm saying good job. Like, but I'm saying like I put, I put, I put him around Craig. Okay. Don't you? Don't you okay, put him around if Craig? If someone said Craig gets around Roxon in a race this year, you'd be like, I can see it. Craig's got talent. Craig's fast. We should at least be as high. On Justin Cooper, if not higher, Justin Cooper has never been bad. Yeah, just not in he's the first the podium race. Like every race he's ever been. Yeah, in. yeah, and his podium stats are phenomenal. Right. Yep. So why, when two fifty guys move up, we have tons of hype almost all the time, but Justin Cooper partially on this weirdo schedule. Yeah. But I think partially is on. Everyone should have just seen this coming. He's he's a very high level racer. It's a weirdo schedule. Very high. Weirdo schedule. That's why. That's where we're it's at. A, yeah, that's probably oh, you're yeah, a blame pie, right? Yeah, blame pie. Yeah, blame pie. I think the biggest of the blame pie. Uh, um, good job, seventh though for Justin Cooper. Uh, JT Ken Roxon was just average all day. I didn't get a chance to talk yeah, to him. I didn't go over there, but uh, yeah, just average. Yeah, he posted about it on Instagram about an hour ago. Just said, uh, yeah, unacceptable. Wasn't good all day, mm-hmm. and uh, gonna have to be better next weekend. Yep. Uh, Savachi ninth. Good job for Joey. Uh, he got a little more help from uh, Pro Circuit. <laughs> With some special parts. So, you know, good job. 10, 10, 10, 9 to start the year. Privateer guy. Yep, good job. Uh, still sticking to the plan of doing eight races, he says. And not taking um, necessarily all fill-in ride opportunities? No, nope. Doesn't, like, doesn't sound like it. not take the Mookie ride. Does not right? sound like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've seen Rockstar Husqvarna fill-in with multiple riders over multiple years, so you assume they're going to look for somebody for Mookie. You would assume it would be Joey Savacci and nobody else, right? Unless they bring over a French guy or something. Um, but Joey's like, eh. So. Yeah. Have you ever met Rick Ware? No, I haven't. And that's absolutely horrible because I think his shop is about five minutes from my okay. house. Okay. I, I, I would want to ride for Rick Ware. He's a high energy guy. Yeah, I need to rectify this. Maybe, maybe I need to hit Ralph. I know Ralph's got his number. I got his number. We text. Oh, that's right. You did a podcast. We text. Yeah, that's right. You did a great pod with him. Oh, yeah, send me the number. Seriously, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the shop this week. I'm doing it. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Joey. Good job for Joey. Uh, AC tenth, maybe, maybe his worst race of the year. Kind of the same. Kind of the same or the worst. I think they've well, all been really similar. <clears throat> they've been similar. He did have the off track scare in the whoops, which I guess was yeah. He not did. The- the other ones, so maybe it's a little bit worse. Yeah, he did have that. Yeah, true. Uh, he also. Yeah. Um, what did he do in practice? Uh, Crashing the whoops. 
Yeah, but then on the, I think on the quad, did he? He almost looked like he landed on somebody off the quad. Three, four, you know? Uh, maybe not. Maybe I, maybe maybe it wasn't as close as it looked. Anyways, looked like looked scary. Um, Christian Craig uh, went tested some more in California this week. I think he feels better. I had him on my fantasy team, so not stoked that he went down up the bridge on the first lap. But then due to the red flag, he uh, started last and was able, you know, he closed that gap up. He was like 30 seconds down. Uh, and then worked his way up to 11th from 20, 21st. So uh, probably not what he wanted, but I think he's feeling better on the bike. He's, he said he was feeling better. So uh, the, Dino, the Dean Wilson-Colt Nichols battles continue, 12 <laughs> and 13. That This is just where they're at, these two guys. So um, I didn't know that about Nichols' shock, though. I'll take a look into that a little bit. Um, big news. But then you have yeah. covered that Nichols actually has been hurt and hasn't ridden during the week. Yeah, but then someone at Honda told me he has been riding during the week, so I'm oh. I'm more confused than ever. Okay. Nichols made it sound like he has not ridden right since Anaheim won. Yeah. Right. And then someone at the someone at Honda was like, "No, he's ridden a little bit, not a lot, but he's ridden a little bit." So yeah, we just go on with that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh. Dean Wilson, Colt Nichols battle. It's it's there every every weekend for everybody. Take a look for it. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, has it been every weekend, I think, basically? That Colt finds his way back there, Dean moves up, and there they are. So uh, yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah. yeah, I know I can remember at least two of two or three times. I don't know about every race, yeah. but yeah. uh big news too, by the way. Uh maybe the, I should have led with this. Uh oh. Lars, the team manager at Honda, Lars Lindstrom says that Kiefer and I can pick the catering each week to make it a local restaurant wherever we are, like a local flavor. Wow. So, so, yeah, uh, he's given us a budget, and he's given us the number of people, and we have to we have to make this happen. Very exciting. Wow. I don't, I don't understand why you're such a priority over there. <laughs> I don't think – I think it's just like shut this dude up. Like, he's very needy. I'm not needy. No, I'm not needy. Okay, the list of demands for the press <laughs> okay. box. That, that makes me look we needy. Need yeah, that, that makes me demands. look needy. It does. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, oh, you meant it, though. Kevin Moran's 14th career best, he told me. Good for Moran's. Uh, 15th, Shane McElrath. Uh, 16th, Justin Starling. Um, how about that LCQ? Oh, uh, my God. God. I like. So I have a question. <laughs> I mean, I have 14 questions. <laughs> okay, if Chiz, if Chiz pulls that off, does he get penalized? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. You don't think I don't so? Think so. so. You just think a, a straight T-bone into the side of a guy is fine? Yeah, there's, a, there's an article in the uh, when you get your license about the LCQs. Okay, fair enough. Fair and, enough. Uh, you're just basically signing over the rights to your wife. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like they may have said, Chiz, you're not getting in that way. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. All right. What's your or question? Are you not entertained? That's what it says in the rule book. <laughs> what? JT, what's your I mean, where do you start? My, my, my question is about Kate Quayson's tweet uh, to Feld saying, you should pay us more. We are the show. I don't I don't think that's well, true. He's kidding. He's joking. I mean, but well, it is I a know, great show. Like, I know, but like <laughs> people aren't paying their ticket price. They're coming to watch Sexton and Tomac. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I, I guess if he's kidding, then yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's but. kidding. I mean, I know you. Okay. I know you're selling out the fell, but they're not going to be mad about that. He's I, no, I'm not. I was just like, come on, man. Like, yeah, if, <laughs> they, I, like it felt like he was being serious. But they are like, great, yeah. JT. They're great. This, this, they've always been great. Right, yeah, of course. Right, right. 
You've been involved in many of them as well. But so what what was more laughable? The pass Chiz stalling with a non E start bike or A Ray oh, seemingly oh my God, I was thinking about that. If he had an E start, he would have made it. Yeah, of course. Or A Ray seemingly having a clear path and just riding off the track. Or John well, Short riding around in seventh and going, Oh sweet, thanks guys. <laughs> also, also, A Ray coming after, after the finish line, and like where the mechanics all wait to get on the back of the bike, and yep. just screaming the f word. I don't know, fifteen <laughs> times. <laughs> fifteen times. I'm just like, oh my god. Like, so thank God it's loud down here because nobody yeah. can really hear you. So he got he got docked for pinning it off the side of the track on the second lap. So he wouldn't have made it anyways. So A Ray. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't know that at the time. But yeah, he yeah, he got knocked off the track and just started grabbing gears like Jason Anderson <laughs> and jump jump back in. Uh um so that wasn't gonna work. But I mean Chiz Chiz looked like the last three laps he's like, Oh shit, I'm Kyle Chisholm. Like I oh I can ride. Cause he just I mean, he, he was just sort of riding, right? And then poor Fred. Do you think I think maybe there was something going on with that? that team and their setup because Roxham was kind of the same way. They just didn't look good. Like I, yeah. they did not look like themselves. They so I don't know if they're battling the bike or what. They hired a new suspension guy. Uh, Chiz did some testing. So they're, they said, Kyle said he was happy, you know, going uh, on yeah. track. Walk, I, they, but just yeah. both of them look kind of the same, yeah. right? They just both looked off of their normal pace. It's just unbelievable. That is an LCQ. Like, I just don't know what, like it, a Ray, just poor Freddie. Poor Freddie. First San Diego with with A Ray. Oh, that's what I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah, just like this guy <laughs> really needs to be careful on the last laps of LCQs. I mean, he 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 cut down. He did it right. He he, he knew Chiz was uh, on him. You I know? don't know. Do you think so? I don't. I don't know what the well. I don't know what the right angle there is. Like I, I feel like you need to like cut across the inside and then yeah. pivot at the very outside of the corner to not give them an angle. The right angle is what Chiz hit him at. A right angle. Oh, that's for sure. Like ninety degrees. Good God. Um, yeah. I'm just bad because I, I put Chiz on the fantasy team. I had held off the first couple of weeks because Chiz was telling us that he might not Chiz, and he didn't. And Anaheim won. So I'm like, by now, we're into the fifth weekend of the season. Like by now, he's good. By now, he's solid. And the freaking Suzuki did. Oh, he's going to be on my team at home hometown race next week. Uh, the, ba- the bounce back ride. Oh, it's coming. Uh, A-Ray looked like kickstart, man. A-Ray looked like he had three feet to just ride around Freddie. I mean, look, but he wouldn't have got in anyways, but then he just dorks it off the track. (laughs) So in, in our group text, in, in our group text, A-Ray qualified pretty well, better than Cade. And I was, I'm in a group text with these guys. And at one point, A-Ray tells Cade, Cade, it's just about talent. (laughs) It's called talent. It's called talent. It's called talent. And I'm just like, oh, wow. So really A-Ray? Like that's, that's where you're going. That is his calling card. <laughs> that is what A-Ray is known for. So John Short's 18th, uh, Cade 17th, uh, Cartwright 19th. Cartwright's good. Cartwright just rode, around, rode away from those guys in the LCQ. Like, see you later. I want nothing to do yep. with you guys. Uh, is Cartwright the most improved rider this year? He might be, man. Yeah, I don't remember him being this good ever. <laughs> this goes back to San Diego, and you're like, oh, A-Ray's got it. Yeah. He'll, he'll just catch Cartwright, and honestly – He's been as good as any of these bubble guys. Absolutely. Season. No, yeah. for sure. Uh, Justin Hill had his worst race of the year because I picked him in Pulp Fantasy. He yeah, same. Pu- he pulled in a mechanics area at one point, 
uh, bike problem, then went back out and looked like he was doing some tricks and some wheelies and like, yeah, basically, <laughs> like he was so far back, like he just was just riding, you know, and, and he beat Ferrandis who got knocked out and Benny Boss who went out on lap one with an electrical problem on his bike. So, uh, yep. Benny. Is Jericho's fault? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, all right. That's four for these. Anything else? Great race. The LCQ is just yeah. it's just everything you everything you could ever want from a motorsport or maybe any sort of sporting event. I just I don't know like I don't think that well actually Kay just put it on our group text right now to make fun of A Ray again. And you know what? Chiz is <laughs> watching this three times now in front of me, Chiz's angle isn't that bad. It's bad, but it's not maybe as bad as I'm like maybe that would stand. Maybe that would not be painful. No, I think it stands. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. bad, yeah. but I don't think it's right. Tackling right. the guy, right? Level bad, right? And if he just starts it, he just That's it. <laughs> he goes. That's it. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna end up not making it because he has to kickstart it. Yeah, wonder what Chris. And you know, if it doesn't go in the first one, you're done. Wonder what Chris. Did Wheeler... you guys happen to see on race day live last week? At one point, Roxanne's trying to start the bike, and he it won't start. And he kicks it two or three times. You're like, oh, now he's got to go to neutral. Yeah, you see him rocking the bike, and then he has to reach for it by hand. Yep. It couldn't have been better uh, timing of the camera to show this. So then the press conference last week starts and it's on Zoom and it hasn't started started yet and the riders are sitting up there talking and Roxton is just like, how come every freaking time I got to start that bike the freaking camera ends up on me? It's like no one's ever had a problem starting a bike before. The camera happens to be on me when it happens. No, they're waiting for you to have a problem, bro. (laughs) He's coming out to kickstart my heart, which I love. You know? Oh God, is he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Lots of controversy with that. A Mr. Side that works for Vital MX said that Kenny did not request that and doesn't want it or something. And then I, that was uh, maybe on the Pulp Show. And then I got a text from someone that would know that said, Kenny wants that song. That's why we're using it. So, again, like Colt Nichols riding during the week, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Mr. Side, fake news. It's kind of where I'm going. Yeah. You know? He's up there. He's up there. I got the. I got Michael Lindsay. I got Mr. Side. I got the guy next to Lewis, and then Lewis, and then Adam Wheeler's up there. You know, so it's it's quite a quite a press box. Kellen, yeah. I mean, this is where he is. He's holding. He's like the you know presiding king up there. I'm telling you, dude, like it's unbelievable. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. It's a hundred percent true. It's not How bad. does they really not, not, not like, I'm not like bagging on you for it. How does anybody not get through this? I don't know, I man. Understand? I don't know. It's it appears. I mean, we've we've all ridden dirt bikes. It appears he just has to slow a little bit and then make a turn and then just get. But again, he he got penalized. He wouldn't have made it. No, you're right. He was hauling ass on the concrete. Right, right. So there were ruts on the exit of that corner. I'm assuming the ruts screwed him up, and that's why he shot to the left. But it just looks horrible. <laughs> yeah. Catch the fever, everybody. Uh, yeah, LCQs. Um, pay those guys more. I agree with Kate. <laughs> pay, pay them a main event win. I've often said you should put this in your list of demands. Yeah, I, listen, <laughs> there, there there is there is one that pays really well. It's called the uh, Pulpamex Yamaha LCQ Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of sellouts. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly right. Uh, I'm just I'm just giving their money away, Weech. All right. Uh, just thank dog. Thank you to Fly Racing, <laughs> flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out at your local dealer. Uh, lots of things going on with Fly Racing, big things with Fly Racing. And um, uh, Chance Hymas, we'll talk about him in a second. Wearing Fly Racing, among others. 
Uh, go to motorsport.com or uh, or your local dealer and uh, check out that Formula helmet. Also, it's it's really 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 good. And they make they make kids gear too, right? JT Fly makes children's gear. I hear. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Multiple lines. Yep. They have their own graphics. But they send it out yep. to some people with who have kids that you get. They get it sent to them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I feel like you're taking shots at me, but you don't have kids. No, so, I'm not taking uh, shots at you. I consider for Augie. I am not taking shots at you. Okay, okay. But yes, we do. Weech? Uh, yeah, last two weekends we went riding with my son. Yeah. Um, yeah. Top Gun MX last Saturday yeah. and uh, today at MX 421. Yeah. Three times it's family. Yeah, he's got. Bikes. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got fly gear. I think. Yeah. Well, I did. I mean, I was wearing fly gear. Yeah, I think he's got some too. Well, I was wearing fly gear. I was. Okay. <laughs> he does, it is, all these things are true. He does have fly gear. Yep. yep. And I was wearing fly gear today. Okay. Fair I enough. spoke with a, a one-lane Wygant at, uh, in San Diego and uh, gave him a piece of my mind. Dude, Steve. Okay. So, JT, very, very angry about this gear deal, right? Okay. The next time I see JT after that is at this Yamaha Fabio Quattararo. Are you familiar with him? No, I'm not. Okay. No. <laughs> no. There's a Fabio. There's a Fabio Quattararo uh, event. Canaro. Quattararo. Canaro. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, JT's in there. JT, as you know, very uh, well, dedicated to his fitness. Is, does this lead to biceps just popping out of his? Does this body. lead to charges are being filed or anything like well, that? Well, I get nervous because, like, so my son's with me at this event, and I only have to talk for about 10 minutes so i'm just like i said to my son i'm like hey i just gotta go up there for 10 minutes just hang out well jt walks over and jt's like, circling him circling yes, waiting for the moment serious. i haven't seen jt since then we haven't hashed anything out right the, the guns are just popping like the shirt the fly racing shirt great quality but still can barely hold the guns back and i'm like oh no my son is being left alone with, and I'm just waiting for him to be pummeled. I'm gonna be like on stage. And <laughs> hey, it'll be it'll be like, like decide, it's gonna look like or am I getting JT off of my kid? It's gonna be the Bart uh, Homer strangling Bart. That's what you're gonna see from the front of the room. <laughs> the, the tongue out and his. <laughs> 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 Unlike Steve, I love kids, um, so I would never, I would never uh, say a cross word to your child. <laughs> just, just his parents. Yes, he does have fly gear, and he will. He okay, well, some fly gear is a very high profile. Oh, you're fair game. So, you're fair game, but I'm not. Going uh, to, I'm, uh, yes. I'm not going to give a child a hard time. You think that we have some videos uh, that he has to uh, appear in for Racer X? He will be wearing the attire that you would probably um, approve of. So we are not done. We are not done. All right. Well, thank you to the folks of Fly Racing. Uh, thank you to Renthal Maxis. My gear Maxis. was great today. My gear was excellent. Thank you, JT. Uh, Renthal no Maxis as well. I want to thank the folks at Cobo uh, Links, whether it's uh, um, um, uh, an Aprilia to a Yamaha, if whatever you have. They make a lowering suspension link for you. Have some more confidence. Have some, your suspension work a little better. Uh, if you're shorter of stature and you need to turn the bike a little better, Cobo Links, lowering suspension link from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. The best part is uh, you can get it at motorsport.com or... You can get it at Cobolinks.com. Use the code PulpMX to save on free shipping and a discount. Cobolinks.com. K-O-U-B-A links.com. Again, shorten that bike up. Have a little more fun riding it. Uh, thank you to the folks at Motorsport.com, OEM on aftermarket parts. I just uh, ordered some OEM parts from them uh, yesterday. Uh, great service, great return policy. Aftermarket prices, whether it's Fly, Renthal, Maxis, Cobolinks, you can get it at Motorsport.com. Dedicated team of gearheads there. Official sponsor of Filthy Phil. The, the sponsorship was on the rocks for 2023, but I think that that leading of those laps will probably get them in for 24 as well. Uh, so please check out motorsport.com 
uh, for more information. And Weege as well, Onyx Maps. Yep, uh, there are many benefits that come to side-by-side uh, -side vehicles. It's introducing a lot more people to power sports or getting them back into it. So that's cool, and it's good for the industry. And I'm sure WPS, JT, you can speak to that. Side-by-sides have done many great things for this industry. However, it is a little scary to be riding off-road on your motorcycle when people are sliding around corners in tanks at 40 miles an hour. So Onyx Off-Road uh, is the best app you could find to find single track where you won't run into side-by-side. -side. So check it out. On X Offroad or on X uh, on X Offroad app in the App Store or on XMaps.com, and we'll give you twenty percent off right now. Use the code RacerX, all lowercase, one word, no space. RacerX, twenty percent off. Give it a try. Not just good for dirt bikes, also for side by sides, mountain bikes, hiking, hunting, you name it. On X Maps. All right, two fifty East kicking off. Uh, Weege, who was the star? Who was Hunter Lawrence, Max Anstey, or Hayden Deegan? Who, who who would be like the thing that you walk away with the most? Because I think Hunter was expected to win and did just that and rode great. Anstey was the fastest qualifier and got second and was a big surprise. And then Hayden, obviously with all of the Deegan hype and everything, rode great. So what's your takeaway from the, the, the three guys? Yeah, that's a good question. I would go Anstey uh, for sure. I mean, if somebody tells me that Deegan, I mean, we didn't even know he's going to race this for certain even a week ago, and you tell me he gets fourth. I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, there's a lot of good riders in here, and he got fourth. That's unbelievable. But Anstey, I mean, where was Anstey on anyone's list coming into this? Um, Anstey himself said over and over, you know, Anstey likes to talk in the press conference. Oh, we, were we, were like, had... we were timing his podium yeah. speeches and doing little bets <clears throat> on how long it was. At some point... He started talking about an 85, riding an 85 in the UK. And, and, and Lewis, Lewis is like, he hasn't even got to the tonight yet. So we were all timing uh, it. Jordan Smith, his birthday is today, Sunday. And then Smith in the press conference said, well, depending on how long Max talks, we might be at midnight. And it might be my birthday now. <laughs> That's, it's good for Jordan Smith there. Um, no, I'm going to go ask you because even himself, this is not us doubting him. Like, we should have known the haters, the doubters. He said he had no idea. He, he rode with the star guys a few times, he said, and they blew his doors off. So he figured he wasn't even close, and he figured maybe he could be top 10. And he was. He looked at the board, he said, the the you know top five leaderboard, right? And he figured he would look around fifth, hoping he could maybe be top five, and he didn't see his number. And he never bothered to look at the top because he figured there was no chance that he'd be the fastest. So even he was surprised. Deegan getting fourth is awesome, but I feel like there will be plenty of Deegan – more in the future. Um, Anstey, to me, is a surprise. Um, I'm, he's the story to me. And Hunter obviously won the race, but none of that is surprising at all. What do you think, JT? Which one do you pick? It's hard for me to say the story was Anstey, um, just because I know how the media works, right? Like, it was awesome. Like, he was, to me, the biggest surprise. But I think leaving there... I just feel like the story is going to be a little bit about Hunter and then a lot about Deegan. That's just that's just the world we're in. Is that fair? No, but yeah, but I didn't. I didn't ask you the story. I said, what are you most impressed with? You yourself? Like, what are you? Which one? I would still probably okay. like. I th I thought Hunter was going to win. Yeah, um, we all did. Anthony yeah. was really impressive. I still think Deegan getting fourth really shocked me the most. So okay. I don't know how to answer like. What surprised me the most, I would say Deegan, because I watched him ride in practice a lot, you know, every lap. I thought he was going to crash multiple times. <laughs> I, I really thought he was going to crash two or three times in the main event. I did. And uh, he had close calls. 
I think crashes are still in his future because he's he is really on the edge. Like he's taking a lot of risk when he's racing right now. But when the checkered flag flew, he was in fourth place. So yeah, whatever it doesn't matter what I think was going to happen. He got it done in the main event when it counted. He got fourth place. I I talked to Brian afterwards and I, and I said that to Brian. I hope he wasn't like taken aback or anything. But I'm like, dude, honestly, it was really impressive. I said he's he's loose. I said he's fast, he but he's loose. He is. And, no, that's not up for debate. Well, but you know, you're talking to the dad of the kid, right? I know. So, yeah. I know. I'm but, just saying, like, you can be upset about it, but yeah. it's it's still factual, you know. But you got to give him the props. He rode, and I mean, he got J Mart made a mistake. He got him late, but he was still moving upwards, and yeah, he he almost uh, jumped on the back of J Mart over the tunnel. Um, yeah, and in practice was a series of close calls, but yeah, he's he was legit. He's really good. Um, and that fourth was was pretty impressive. I mean, you look at you look at last week futures race. Getting fifth, crashing, not really that great of a day or night, and then come out and get fourth at Houston. Like what a what a bounce back. Yeah, uh, Hunter was great though. Yep, uh, fast all day long. Won the heat going away. Won the main event going away. Even got uh, pushed off with Vial there. Uh, freaked out when Vial scrubbed him, scrubbed towards him, and then you know, dude, he almost he almost yeah. really screwed Hunter up yeah. there. Yeah, so uh, Hunter was great. And like we had said up, up in the press box when I was holding court, quote-unquote, uh, I, I said, well, I think Hunter's going to win. And then you could tell me any variation of like five guys on the box, and I'd be like, yep, okay. But I don't think I had Esty on that variation. You know? I don't think anybody had yeah, Esty on that variation. I had Vial, Moseman, Thrasher, Smith, J- J-Mart, I think. And I said, you could tell me any combination of those guys, and I'd be like, yep, okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, Anstey was good though, absolutely. I feel like I feel like Jmart underwhelmed a bit. I, I expected more. Well, he was going after Jordan for third, right? So if he gets Jordan, Jordan crashed though too. Jmart didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, Jmart did crash on the last lap, going for but Jordan. I mean, Deegan, Deegan passed him straight up and kind of pulled away a bit. No, Jmart made a mistake. That's the only reason Deegan got him. Jmart went like, went for a blitz by Jordan. And got out of shape. I went, watched. I watched Deegan pass J Mark straight up, a hundred percent straight up past him. Only no, because he had just gotten yes. going. Yeah, he had just gotten just, going from the crash. He, yeah, he, he he doesn't get him unless J Mark makes this mistake. But but Deegan was coming. He was coming up, but it was yeah. he was going to run out of time. I I promise you, know, you, he didn't. He didn't. Okay. He didn't okay. straight up pass him. J Mark was going for Jordan to get third, and made a big mistake and cased the shit out of this thing and almost fell over and and then Hayden got him. Uh but yeah, Jim I think Jmart was just good. That's it. Just good. Not, yeah, it wasn't uh yeah. it wasn't I thought he'd be better. I really did. And maybe that's not fair. Right. Maybe that's my own expectation, but I I, I expected more. Weege, uh you weren't there, but Jordan looked spicy all day in practice. He's fast. Jordan's fast. So Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jordan's always been known. <laughs> yeah. as- being fast, but he told you the same thing that he said in the press conference. Said he's never felt that good in yep. qualifying. Yeah. Never thought he could be P one in qualifying before. Maybe he hasn't been. I, I, oh, I was assumed I, in his he would have had prime right? days yeah. when he's winning races, like speed was never a problem for Jordan Smith. So yeah, I mean this is really good for him because you gotta figure out a walk before he can run. Like he hasn't been he's like, Yeah, in twenty nineteen, if I was in third, I would have been nervous. I would have been pissed that I was only in third. But this time I was like genuinely nervous. Like I haven't been on the podium in four years, so you got to figure he's going to get even better after he gets uh, just some momentum going here. But he crashed. He still crashed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He did. He's I, talked to him, I talked to him a little bit, and uh, he's just like, 
so frustrated with himself. He was happy that he yeah. got the podium. Yeah. But he knows, like he he's not completely, uh, you know, un, he's not uh, uninformed on what's gone on the last few years. So he knows the crashes have been a problem, and he knows he could have been better had he not crashed. So it was like, okay, we're on the right track. That was really good. I'm riding well, but I crashed and I didn't do as well as I should have. So it, it was a little bit of a kind of a give take, like bittersweet kind of night for him. Yeah, he uh, after I hit after I asked him about the bike and everything, and then after I hit record, we were in the rental car parking lot, and I'm like, bike's pretty good, huh? And he just smiled and laughed. So yeah, Dude, did you yeah. Uh, so on to your your point there? I was watching not so much them, but I was watching Deegan, and you know he's around a bunch of privateers. So like in practice, the, the yeah. Contrast, yes. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, watching his bike accelerate and like how good the throttle response was. That that bike, I mean, it's not that's not breaking news, but that bike is really good. I think I said uh, earlier that um, Hunter led every lap, but no, Tom Vial, two laps, got the start, Weege. And oh, and you should have saw Kellen. Oh, oh my God! So we had Anstey and Lewis, but what was Kellen doing? Oh my God! Honestly, his hands were below the desk line, so I'm not oh. sure what was going oh. on. But yeah, Tom Vial is here. Yep, it's it's something else. Um, I don't know too much about this. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe what I've heard on Vial is there was a lot of everyone sleeping on him. He's a world champ, and you know French guys are good at Supercross. But I believe, and I could be wrong about this. I believe Viala said, yeah, but I didn't do Supercross like the other no. French guys. No, yeah, he didn't. Nope. No, he never did. No. <clears throat> right, so I think there's this assumption that there's... His dad did. His dad yeah, raced yeah, the whole yeah. Supercross thing, but yeah. Uh, here, even, right? Didn't he race some here, didn't he? Yeah, he did. A little bit, yeah, yeah but yeah. He, he was like, when I was racing, when I mm-hmm. first went pro, mm-hmm. Tom's dad, Frederick, was racing all the races I was doing. So like different, a little bit of different era. We basically, we barely caught each other's windows. But yeah, he was in all those races. Oh, we're finally there. So much Evan Ferry, Tim Ferry talk on this pod, but we are there. We now have children of people JT raced. Oh yeah, in the races. Yep. Uh, so well, Luke Nice, Luke Nice too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you battled Jim. Oh, times, every, right? yeah. yeah. Jim and I were teammates. Oh, here we go. I, rem- I we were teammates in Germany, and I remember having to go use payphones to call home, being with Jim, <laughs> waiting on him, and I could hear him talking to his wife. And they would he would put Luke on the phone and all it was back 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 you know just baby noises. Like, wow! Just, did, yeah. Did you crazy. did did you, did he give you any indication he would give me a lot of stress in Pulp Fantasy at Houston in twenty twenty three? No, there was no okay. there was no early signs of that. Okay, because then. yeah, he did. He really did. Because uh, uh, what's his nuts was all over him in the LCQ for the last spot. So what I'm getting at is with VL okay. is uh, I think there was a lot of. Everyone was trying to sound extra smart and be like, I'm going to be the smart one to predict Vial is going to be awesome because it's obvious he's a two-time world champ and he's French, so he'll be great at Supercross. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That doesn't apply here. He has said that. He didn't race French Supercross championships. Um, So I honestly think for being this new at Supercross, I think he was really good. I think it was above par. Oh, yeah. It was impressive. He got tired. The whoops weren't great. But everything else, we can work with the speed as you two like to say mm-hmm. yeah yeah really yeah i honestly this is not a disrespect i didn't expect him to be this good and not because i think the world championships suck it's because he by his own admission is very very new at supercross so and, and there's a reason by the way they put him east he was not ready even you know yeah six weeks ago well so phil, this was awesome phil was mad at me that i didn't pick him for ffl 
Uh, he is a great starter. We all know that. Yeah, We've seen that. True. But, I mean, come on. Like, I'm going to pick him in the first, first Supercross ever to get the first of the finish line? Come on, Phil. And I always questioned – I mean, dude – Everybody on the KTM 250F in the GPs yes, hole shots. Absolutely. So I didn't know how much was him, but uh, well, a lot of it apparently. Uh, Mosman six underwhelming. Really thought Mosman never. He didn't show speed. Like you know, we've seen the raw speed from Mosman last year, the last few years, and he just never. Was he ever on the board? I don't even know. Um, sixth, yeah. Was he down or anything early or anything? I don't think so. Oh wow. Yeah. I think he just he got a really bad start. He he moved up, right? He yeah. got he got Hymas, he got Vial, he got Blos, uh, somebody else. But yeah, I, I just yeah. Um, speaking of Hymas, uh, Hymas got the start uh, and battled with Hunter for a while. Looked like he had JT um, two laps, three laps of like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm here because they were just zooming by him, and then he settled in and got an eighth. Yep. Yeah, and his whole plan, talking with him, talking with Bernard, was just just finish. Right, like the better result, the be- you know, we're all for it. But we need something to to work from here, and we need some sort of result to uh, to build a base from. And so, yeah, I don't think you know it was like the perfect race when you start second to get eighth. But uh, they just wanted to see where they're at, and I, I thought it was pretty good. Right, he looked great all day. Mm-hmm. The main event, I think he wanted to do you know stay forward a little bit more, but it was a really nice kind of uh, platform to, to build a base from. So Hayden told me after the race that, you know, he, he thought it was sick that he caught Hymas and passed him, and then he was like, I mean, I didn't know if I was going to beat Hymas. Jens is a great rider. How much of that is just media talk? And how much of that is like, yeah, I, I, I caught and passed Hymas? Well, dude, you look at look you at know. him in the futures last year. He won three out of four races. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's fair assessment. You know, I, I'm sure he's being kind as right. well, but Chance was really good in these futures races last year. Colin Park ninth, uh, Zombie tenth. Zombie got a really bad start. I dropped in with him. Kellen and I dropped in in the lounge, and it was him and Mitch. And you know, I said, "Hey, Blos, like you can't just go and ride the desert like you normally do to get ready for Supercross. Like you got to ride Supercross now." So he's out in California with Pro Circuit. But so Mitch called him before he got Mumford. Mitch called him, and he turned it down. He's like, "No, I'm retired. I'm not gonna do this." And then he called Mitch back and said, yeah, I want to do it. And Mitch is like, eh, kind of don't want to hire a guy that wasn't going to do it. So I'm going to get Mumphy. And then Blos is like, well, if this is Mitch's story. If something else happens, call me. I want to do it now. <laughs> so, so something else happens. Mitch calls him. and He's like, yep, uh, I'm ready. And then Mitch said, I don't get it, though. The first time I asked him if he'd been riding, and he said no. And then when I called him back like two weeks later, after he'd not gotten the ride, he said, oh, yeah, I've been riding. Mitch, Mitch is like, you know how Mitch, for two weeks. You know how Mitch cocks his head sideways, like. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, and and then again, like Lurch uh, and we, you're gonna have to know this stuff when you fill in for Lurch. I doubt you will, oh. but uh, yeah. Lurch made mention on the live broadcast, and I never really thought of it because I, we all remember Blos riding for TLD. Uh, this was his first factory motorcycle, right? Because TLD wasn't Honda support then; it was just Mitch doing the motors. It wasn't a. Uh, you know, what it is now or what it became. And, you know, RCH and all that, n- none of that was, you know, the arena cross. Like, this is his first shot in 17 years. <laughs> yeah, we had that somewhere. Uh, it wasn't just Lurch. I, I, I wrote oh, that somewhere. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, you just don't, so don't get... worry. Okay. I will be bringing all kinds okay. of facts. All right. Well, you... Oakland fans, look, you've benefited. You could have had round two, but uh, the postponement means you're going to be oh. blown away. 
with all the facts you're going to get. My guy Dan throws out a Pulp MX show reference every now and then, so I'm going to expect to do that. Um, uh, what, do we th- what do we think a deal like this for Blos is like? Like some small base pay and, and yeah, good bonuses? Yeah, bonuses, yeah. Yeah, he'll get <clears> – <throat> he'd probably get like three grand a weekend, and then he'll, he'll, yep. do, he'll be super cheap on travel, right? And then yep. keep the rest and yeah, then make th- bonuses. That's, yeah, I was there. I was I was thinking like three to five thousand a weekend and then bonuses. Yep. Uh, Colin Park ninth. Good job for Colin. That ties a career best. And him and Cody Shock. I mean, JT, do you know what Cody Shock's been through? Do you understand? Do you know all his story? I, a bridge, a bridge. Yes. Okay, but do you know all his backstory? No. So he tore his ACL. Right. Whatever. Last year, first first round weech. Second, I think. Second round? He didn't make the main, and then I think he tore his ACL. Tore his ACL, had complications, maybe an infection. I don't know. Had issues with the knee. Got it done, right? Got it going. Started riding. Then got hit by a car on a Honda Grom where he got thrown over the windshield. Through the windshield and over the car. So, healed up from that. Healed up from his knee. Then broke his jaw riding Supercross. And now he hit a bridge. That honestly, that bridge thing could have been so bad, and I mean that on like whatever level of seriousness you want to take it to. I mean it there. That could have been absolutely horrific. Yeah. So I'm. I told him. He said bad things come in threes, but now this is four. I'm like, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, the fact that he was able to race. Yes. Like I'm. I'm like. I'm talking like life and death type stuff. I think the he, fact was, he was able to race is unbelievable. I think he was fine. He was standing up, right? I know like, he was yeah, fine. Yeah. I watched him walk off the track. Yeah. But I was like, so like, the, it's so fortunate. So, you, if, yeah, he's had a lot of unlucky things happen to me. That was very lucky. The entire front end gone on his bike. Gone. And I and, looked at his bike coming yeah. off the, in, the, in a mule, and, and the front end was destroyed. They only He's on air forks, and the only forks they had as spares were uh, – uh, Jace Owens spring forks, which he hadn't ridden. And so he lined up on the LCQ with Jace Owens spring forks. Yeah. <laughs> what did he tell you? They're actually pretty good. Yeah, then, he, then he's like, no, oh, they work pretty good. I may, I may go back to them. So, yeah. C- Cody Shock, everybody. Got hit by a car on a Grom. Dude, I saw him, um, I don't know, uh, I think, I think it was before New Year's. And, dude, he looks like he weighs 120 pounds. And that's when he told me, yeah, he had been on a liquid diet for, like, four weeks because he had his jaw wired shut. Dude. Um, yeah. yeah, he's been through hell. And apparently back. Yeah, yeah. It was so, actually better than his racing last year. Yeah, he yeah. He didn't make the main yeah. opener. Yep. So good job for yeah. Colin and, and Cody Shock and Jace Owen. Yeah. That's right behind them. Jace Owen came from way back. Uh, Talon Hawkins, uh, Fly Racing Zone, 11th. Yep. Kind of lost in the mix of Deegan and Hymas, right? Listen, I think 11 was good. Yeah. He was not planning on racing this. Right, right. So I, I thought it was a success. Weech, uh, speaking of Phoenix Honda and Shock and Blosen, or Shock and Hymas and Owen, uh, this Caden Braswell gentleman? Yes. He didn't make the main, but uh, he was talking to uh, a guy that we know that works for Michelin. Are you guys familiar with him? Mm, yeah, he was at the race. Rings huh? a bell. Rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, rings a bell. So he's so, at the race. Okay. So I met Braswell. And yep. then I interviewed him because, you know, I, I I love the kids. I love the amateurs. And, uh, oh, I know. Big, big amateur he, supporter. He's – that might have been the strangest interview I ever did. He's a really nice kid, really nice kid. But I was 
I'm like, what? What is going on here? He's a different yeah, I, dude. I, uh, I, I'm ashamed I didn't think of this going in. Um, that uh, yes, it's one of the most unique interviews you're going to get in the sport, and I should have set myself up for when is it going to happen? When is Steve and Broswell going to be on the collision course? When are these two ships going it, to hit? It's like Mosman. He, he's he's in Mosman territory. And it's I, just a different take on life, a different perspective on life. A nice take, a friendly oh, take. I mean, hey, Mosman yeah. takes homeless people into his house. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm here no for No one the, can say the guy's a jerk. I want this kid um, to be in Maine so I can go interview him again and again and again and maybe start asking him about, like, policies, <laughs> world policies, and other things. Yeah. It's incredible, the stuff he says. He calls me Mr. Weege. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. He's Soft-spoken, really soft-spoken, really polite. Shook my yep. hand after the interview. I didn't know what to yep. do. Like, I don't get a lot of riders shaking my hands. I don't know if you guys are, like, you know, like, Cooper Webb doesn't go, hey, man, thanks, to shake my hand. Like, that doesn't yeah. happen. So, I was, like, fumbling the microphone and stuff. So, anyways, yeah. it. it you know. Caden Braswell. He's amazing. It, yeah. It's, it's, I enjoy, I, I, there are so many personalities in the sport. There are. And I know the easy narrative is everybody's like, they're all vanilla because they're all robots because they're all homeschooled and don't have any socialization and all that. And I'm like, dude, these Pick a personality. No, There's I, one of them in these pits. I'm here for A Ray and Phil and Caden and Moseman. I'm here for all of that. Yeah, love it. So. Yeah, it, it runs the gamut. Yeah, Phil. Well, actually, you might not remember this. Now you'll realize why. Uh, I interviewed Broswell. Yeah, the most polite human being on earth. And then I'm like, oh, he's been riding a club. I'm like, Phil, have an interaction with Broswell because oh. that is yeah. fire and ice. Yeah, it is oil and water. And I believe Phil was suspicious. Phil. No one can be that nice all the time. <laughs> yeah, Phil's already got his radar up, right? Yeah, he's he's cannot believe that someone could be this polite. It's not uh, possible. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> good job, Caden uh, Braswell, to respect the media that way. Really like that. Um, uh, Henry Miller, thirteenth. I guess Henry Miller would be the top guy out of a van. There, I think Henry's not on a team, so good job for Henry Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate Thrasher, two crashes in the sand, a 15th, qualified third. Uh, yeah, not not the night that Nate Thrasher needed. He, he either needs a shootout or he needs Atlanta. And they're both coming up. <laughs> so, okay. uh, yeah, definitely not a night for Nate. Uh, I had a good joke about Hardy Munoz. Uh, you guys want to hear it? Okay. I do. I, yes. had, I had the press box laughing as I was holding court up there. <laughs> I said, huh. As you normally do. I said, Hardy's 99. I'm like, I guarantee you at some point that's going to be a 66. Oh. Oh, and everybody laughed. Man, cheap shots. Wow. I mean, Hardy's wow. loose. Hardy's loose. But yeah. So I was, uh, Ricky Carmack was a big Hardy fan. Oh, he is? And uh, yeah, I, I was mentioning to him that Hardy crashes a lot and he's very loose. And Ricky had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, did you not watch Daytona? Like, have you not watched Hardy? Are you not f- familiar with his work? And just, yeah, nothing. Crickets on the other end. So, yeah, he's loose. Hardy, it's fun to watch. Hardy and Rami Elves, I would love to just see, like, hey, we're going to do, like, a 30-minute moto. We'll stop for gas and everything. Can we get A-Ray in there as, like, a wild card? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Rami and – but, of course – Ladies and gentlemen, who was the first rider to jump the LaRocco's Leap in the mud? At Donations? At Donations. Oh, yeah. Hardy was hauling ass at Donations. Hardy. Hardy was, was our guy. Yep. He was. <laughs> uh, Brock, Brock Poppy, uh, 17th. Jeremy Hand, 18th. Michael Hicks, arena cross guy. 
So Brayton, yeah, right, so you, picked, you picked him for fantasy or no? No, I never did. Um, okay. I, I picked, thought you had him on your team. For oh, I did. I did, and I spoke okay. about him on the pod. But I picked a um, – there's a gentleman that we know that uh, won a 450 motocross championship not that long ago. And, and he is familiar with uh, a, a jelly bean Jack Chambers. Oh. And so I yep. leaned on this gentleman for some insight about Chambers. You said it wasn't him. What do you mean I didn't say it wasn't him? You said, did you say Supercross champion? I said motocross champion. No, he said motocross champion. Oh, and I asked yeah. you if this, if this was that gentleman, and you said no on the fantasy podcast. It wasn't at that point. <laughs> oh, so it, it wasn't at that point. No, I, <laughs> right. that, yeah, I, that, I give up. I give no, up. no, no. It was not that guy. I'm not going to give his name out, but it was. So you, you've got two different sources. On I've got guy? two different sources. You know, who oh, my, okay. do you want to know who my other All source right. was? I'll tell you who my other source. No, you know what? I'll text it to you right now. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. No, I'm not ready. All right. Hold Just on. Give me a minute. I'll, I'll, pro- I'll prove this. No, I, 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 and I'm going to take this apology uh, right uh, away. There will be, there will be no forthcoming apology. You won't apologize. No. That's fucked up. Out of, out of principle. All right, I, ju- I just sent it. <laughs> to, right. I just sent it our group text right now, and you can see that that was my source on Wednesday pod. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, you're not getting an apology, but that's interesting. Oh. Okay, so. Is that Stallo? Is that what you're talking about? What's that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it Stallo? Is that who that is? What do you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I got it. I got it. I, I got it. Chase Reed. I got Chase it. Reed. So yeah, JT. Two sources on Jelly Bean Jack. I'm doing my homework. But it was a little we bit did. of fool's gold. It was a little bit of fool's gold. He looked good. He had the intel, but just not well, quite there. I just watched. I just watched this Fox Arena Cross today with some guy who was a regional Arena Cross champion, and then another guy who won Daytona. He says, but. I don't really know if that's true. He did. And, and uh, I watched this. I don't know what's going on with this race or who makes this race, but I watched the whole thing. Heats, one-on-ones. They showed Ronnie Mack on a pit bike, and then they just cut to the interviews of the main event. They never what? showed the main. I was sitting there watching, what? and they just cut to interviews with Kristen Beat talking to Michael Hicks. <clears throat> <laughs> I felt so robbed. I, I saw the 800 want a heat. I saw Hicks want a heat. Henry Miller was in the mix. I was rubbing my hands together, waiting for this main event, and nothing happened. They cut to Kristen saying, Michael Hicks, that was quite a main event. You uh, took the win tonight. And I'm just like, what? All you need to know. Yeah. What I think, uh, what, uh, what, I don't even know. What channel is that on? FS2, I think. What I think happens is, um, you know, if a live show is on, they're going to let it go late, right? If the game's not over. Okay. And then they'll take these cut-down shows, and wow. they'll be like, oh, we got to cut 10 minutes out of that. And often what they'll do is like, ah, they'll just cut the first 10 minutes of the last 10 minutes. Wow. Can we just cut the Ronnie Mack riding a TTR? And Can we cut? I'm telling you, they don't, they don't even pay attention what the content is. They're like, yeah, <laughs> at some, the last 10. At some <laughs> point, they have 101 races going on, and at some point, yeah. Henry Miller and this other dude are backwards on a start straight. And they got to pivot and do the – they're in the finals. They're in the final, one-on-one. And this other kid pivots and goes, and Henry Miller just sits there. He doesn't move. And the, the shorter guy says, that's an interesting strategy. I don't really know what's behind that. So I, I don't know what's going on with this Arena Cross series. Hey, uh, 
there was another race that was supposed to have guys start backwards on the back row, and they chose not to let them <laughs> yeah. do that. And wow. then they right. got good starts yeah. in the back row and won. Wow, so. he was in he was in the lead in like three laps. That that was <laughs> sir. That was the AMA. That was not. Oh, really? Okay. No, it was. Oh, right. Right. No, the AMA would not let him start backwards. That's a true story. You can ask Pelletier. You didn't even have you, your race was uh, sanctioned. I don't know, but they wouldn't. I, that's what I said when they came, when the AMA guy came to me and said, "Hey, Moran's just jumped the triple on red lights. What do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Huh? Like, what do I got to decide this?" I was thinking to myself, "You guys told me that they couldn't start backwards, so you guys make the call." <laughs> you had a you had a thirty something year old man in a half shirt holding a thirty second card. <laughs> I, I'm aware. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Michael Hicks, arena cross guy, and we. So we. You said he raced Friday. Yeah, drove oh. through the night. I think they were in Memphis or something. Oh, good job, Michael Hicks. Yep. Yeah, X brand yep. goggles, Michael Hicks. Uh, Luke Nice, twentieth. Simonson, the cat. The cat looks better. The cat. He all, did look better. Oh yeah. The cat he has did, always had better. qualifying speed, and then was a total like no chance to make the main. Uh, and then the cat's been riding at the uh, eighty three compound with his buddy Jet, and the cat looks. Much improved. So, got last in the main, but yeah, looked looked way better. So, all right. Yeah, well, it's the cat. Okay. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's Houston, and uh, we're on to Tampa this week. JT, are you doing TV? No, not till Oakland. So, uh, yeah, oh, okay. It'll all be right. back. We we will be back in the booth. The and uh, Daniel and Will will be on the floor. The sellout tour continues, folks, but doesn't continue to Oakland when we. Oh no, and I'm, JT. I'm sold out though. No, I've definitely sold out. Weege will be doing a pre-show with James Stewart, so mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Um, that'll mm-hmm. be really cool. Unbelievable. Um, and then Weege and I will be uh, teammates at Oakland. Unbelievable. Oh, we're just getting started. A long season. you see us all over the place. <laughs> In this world championship. <laughs> uh, just wait. Yeah, just wait to the fall. By the way, I just want to say, yeah, I know we got to get going here. Uh, they changed the schedule of these races. I don't know if we mentioned that on the show, where the playoff races moved up and now donations have moved up. Yeah. And you know what's awesome? This is the schedule it should have had in the first place. So yes. Agreed. this was pure. This was the schedule wow. they were going to try to get in by 2024. Sir, and then we got it. Sir, Everything ends earlier. That's sir, all anyone wanted. Sir, my world championship starts in June in uh, in the UK. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's that's my world championship. So much for your demands being that. <laughs> oh, there's no pizza in the press box after that one. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. And you guys are welcome again for the platform to showcase your abilities all these years. So no problem on that either. 2005, I started in the Supercross webcast. And if you need just help to, live announcing weeks, let me know. Enjoy that Corvette, to... Steve. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have one. I'm not getting one. Uh, all right. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing, of course, for all that they do. And Renthal, Maxis, Cobolinks, uh, Motorsport.com, and uh, Onyx guys as well. Support those people and uh, that support the pod. Weeds, JT, uh, we will be reunited in Tampa this week. All right. Thanks, boys. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners.